Hey guys, welcome to Making Sense of It All with Jesse Stakes. I'm pleased to welcome back the president and founder of Go Figure Accounting, Rachel Siegel. For those of you that didn't have the opportunity, check out episode 38, where we talked all things Rachel, her career, and how she started and grew Go Figure Accounting into what it is today. This time, we're getting laser focused on profit first. So what is profit first? Well, I'm going to let Rachel tell you because she is a mastery certified CPA that executes the profit first strategies with her clients. And I'd rather you hear it straight from a master than through a bad game of telephone from a guy like me. So grab a notepad and your popcorn and prepare to be entertained and educated. Let's jump into it. So Rachel, tell my audience, let's let's just back up and just kind of tell them what Profit First is before we go any further than that. Profit First is a book written by Mike Michalowicz, and it's all about cash flow management for businesses. It's how to run your business profitable and be successful. So, you know, simple enough when you when you say it that way, but I think it's, all, you know, just like anything else, it's easy to say, sometimes hard to do. So, you know, why, why did Profit First speak to you? Why did you want to, why did you want to put it into your business and utilize it with Go Figure Accounting? Profit First gives you the framework of things that we already knew, but weren't actually doing. So one of the things that I wanted to do is help my business clients more. And I could tell them the same thing over and over, but without a good, easily enough useful framework they weren't doing it. So we were having the same conversations every quarter and every year. And when they'd start making progress, it was great. But Profit First itself gives you the framework to make that progress much faster. And it's easy enough for them to understand and utilize. So what it basically does is it tells them you've got all the money coming in and it all goes into one account. And then on a scheduled basis, you're going to allocate that out to your other accounts and your other accounts include profit tax, your owner's comp account and your OPEX account where you pay all your bills from. So by doing that, you've already got profit set aside. You've already got your tax money set aside. You've already got money to pay yourself. There's so many small businesses out there not paying themselves or not paying themselves enough. And the idea of this is whatever's left over in that OPEX account is what you run your business on. And one of the analogies that the book uses that I like is the toothpaste analogy. When you get that brand new tube of toothpaste and you throw it onto your toothbrush, you've got gobs of it on there. But as you use it and it becomes more sparse, you're very careful. You're squeezing the bottom of the toothpaste to get every little bit out until it's completely empty because you're squeezing it and then you're rolling it and you're rolling it all the way up to the top till it's all done before you take that next tube. That's the exact same thing you're doing with that OPEX account. You're using it 
and you're being very sparingly with it. So you make good financial decisions because there's less there. So you work on efficiencies. You really look at your employees. You look at what you're spending, how you're bringing in income, how you're creating more income, what you're willing to do with less. It makes you very, very efficient and innovative. Well, and I think that just like anything where where somebody is not, if you don't necessarily have it as one of your skill sets or one of your talents when it comes to budgeting and managing money, it gives you a system to work off of, or it gives you some a set of fundamentals to fall back on that are a little bit outside of yourself. It's not like you're you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You're you're using something that is already created, that has already been put out there. It's laid out, and it's it's just you're you're following a set of instructions. Yes. Yes, you do. Every business is different. So I always say profit first is a guideline because you do need to adapt it, but it gives you that system. And especially if you're not good at doing things such as budgeting and saving, it gives you that framework to do that. As a matter of fact, it uses hold accounts. And basically the hold accounts are supposed to be not at your regular bank, somewhere else. And I even recommend not an online, no debit card. You have to make it very, very difficult to get to. So I use a bank without online banking that has very short business hours. It's a little community bank. And I can never get there. So the money just keeps building because it automatically goes in there. The other one I use is at a Raymond James account because there's no online access. I actually have to call the guy to actually take money out. And for me, I won't do that. So it it's years before I ever take money out. So for me, it helps me save money. It gives me the benefit because everything's automatically going in there. And that's what it does for my clients. So I have one or two clients that are very good at saving. So they'll do it at their financial institution. But even them, they've hit it when they're not supposed to. So I was like, oh, well, if you would have moved this, like the book says, you know, to another bank or another community place, then you would have still had that. So the theories really do work. And as you said, I put it into my business as well, because I don't recommend things that I don't know work. I want to make sure I vet it. And after year one of putting it into my business, and I've been a business owner for decades at this point, my net profit went up 187% year one. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy how it works. It just makes you think much more healthy for your business. Well, and you get to be your own testimonial for it as well. So when you're trying to teach people this, or you're trying to tell them that it would be good for their business, when you can raise your own hand and say, I do it as well. And here's, you know, like you said, here's my books, essentially, then that makes things much, you know, it's, it makes it much more easy to follow when you can, when you know that the person that is preaching it also lives it. Lives it, breathes it, and when business ebbs and flows, we pivot and we pivot within it. Um, we've done it, and we've been doing it for a couple of years now, and it gets better and better every year. So, to be part of Profit First, you also have to be certified, correct? So, you have to be part of Profit First. There's Profit First professionals, and then you get certified, and then you can be advanced certified. And we actually went as far as to be mastery certified. There's less than a 100 firms in the world that are mastery certified. That is how much that we've seen this success for ourselves and for our clients, that we really wanted to make sure that we were going all in and knowing everything we could do with our clients to help them succeed. 
So Rachel, you actually took it a step further as well. You have written a book that is specific to optometrists as well. Yes. Yes. My book, Profit First for Optometrists, is coming out one one. It's in the final stages right before printing. So we're very excited. And it's a practical, a practical guide to business and profit first. So what it does is it's profit first for optometrists. It gives them that information and their key things, but it also gives them the key business information that they need, entity types, what to talk about when doing partnership agreements, the things that a lot of times when my optometrists go into business or buy into a business, they don't know anything about. So it's very important for them to know that and it affects their profit down the line. So it's important to make good decisions right away. We've seen a little bit of an assault on that profession, especially in the state of Florida, where you've had, you know, some lobbyist group at the state try to, you know, maybe conscript them underneath op ophthalmologists. So I'm sure that there is a tremendous amount of appreciation within the industry for people who are focused on them and looking and trying to help them be more successful within their business. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And we find that most of our optometrists go into it because they want to help people and they don't go into it knowing about business and they go and learn the medical side and don't know how to run a business. And a lot of the female optometrists actually go into it because they want to help people that but they want to have that quality of life with their kids. And when they don't know about how to run the business and how to make it profitable, it makes that difficult. So this gives them the framework on both sides to really run their businesses well and just do everything they want to do with their life and their family, including their business. Well, and, and to that point, stay a business owner, because there's so many corporations out there that are looking to, you know, bring optometry and, and all, all kinds of medical professions into a larger entity. And it allows them, the more knowledge they have, the more control that they have over their business, the better they can run their business and the, the, the probably the more interested they stay in staying their own boss and, and staying invested in themselves rather than just going to be an employee. Absolutely. And the private equity is going after the industry. You know, they've been doing it for years. And we've been seeing once in a while when they, the optometrists actually go and do that because they're struggling to run their businesses. Right. And if they were using profit first, this would not have happened. And then once they're the employee and they're locked into that contract or they don't get paid for four years, that's a problem for them. Um, the ones that have implemented this and said no to private equity have done better. We actually have a client who was considering this recently and we just vetted everything in both ways and they're implementing it and they use it. And they said, well, in the next four years, I make much more money if I just stay my own boss. And then I get to choose my own schedule and do everything myself. I said, yeah, I mean, the numbers don't lie. You're running a profitable business. So unless you're ready to retire, then it doesn't make sense. No doubt. Well, and you're building equity. If you own real estate, then you have that also for your retirement. There's so many things of value that you have as a business owner that you don't have as an employee. You and and you're giving them st the stability or the you know the the framework to fall back on that maybe they didn't feel like they had before. So I think that it's tremendous. I think it's it's you know if they if they if people haven't learned about it, then you know hopefully this is an entree into them learning more about it or wanting to learn more about it. That being said. 
if I have optometrists or folks that are in the industry that are listening to this and they want to get in touch with you or, you know, they, they don't want to wait till the book's out. They want to, you know, they would like to dive in sooner than that. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? They can go right to our website, gofigureaccounting.net, and they can book an appointment with me right from our website. Excellent. Rachel, thank you so much for sharing this. I can't wait to read the book and I can't wait to share it with, with my friends that are in the industry. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I know she said it during the episode, but I just want to reiterate it before we wrap up. Rachel Siegel's book, Profit First for Optometrists, will be out January 1st, 2024. If you are in the industry and you want to kick off the year right, give yourself a New Year's present and pick it up on Amazon or wherever else it's sold. I'll make sure to put out links once the book becomes available. I also look forward to continuing to bring you Rachel and her great advice. I think she's a tremendous resource. Check out the links connected to this video if you want to connect with Rachel and her team over at Go Figure Accounting. That's going to do it for us today. I'll catch you guys next time.